Hawaii Up for April 15th, 2005. Whew. All this computer hacking is making me thirsty. Aloha and salamat datang. Mahalo anui loa. Thank you very much for joining me on Hawaii Up, show number eight. Lucky number eight. My name is Ryan, and I'm proudly podcasting at you from the far right lane of the Interstate H1 freeway just prior to the IA off-ramp. Let's see. You know what a week tax week. Today is tax day. You know, we came back from the Big Island on Sunday, and I sat right down to serve the man and only found out then that I had misplaced my W-2. I turned the house upside down, turned my office upside down, uh, mad scramble here and there, fill out this form, talk to my employer, talk to my payroll processor, pay this fee. But the good news is I got my backup copy, and I was able to put the thick stack of papers in the mail last night. You know, they say the only two constants in life are death and taxes, but uh, at least with death, your friends throw you a party, right? But, uh, you know, me and Uncle Sam are square, at least that's the most important part. And actually, this year, Uncle Sam owes me, so uh, maybe I'll throw myself a party. All right, so now what have we got on the menu today? Well, I have a blank audio postcard from the Big Island, as promised. We'll kick off a double helping of music this show with some young ladies from Wanalua. We'll check in with the wife, as always. Now, there wasn't a new episode of Lost this week, which was quite a disappointment, so we'll see what Jen comes up with to chat about this time. And uh, after a, a light dusting of geek talk, we will have more music. We'll have another song, this one from someone I am proud to showcase here on Hawaii Up, a true bonafide local master, so stay tuned for that. But first, as always, it's time for Hawaii Up Headlines Around Hawaii and Around the House. Now, you know, with all the wackiness going on at the state capitol, I'm happy to report that our state legislatures are really taking on a problem. They're, they're, they're tackling a scourge upon our society that may threaten our very way of life or may have, in fact, threatened us for years, and we didn't even know about it. I'm talking, of course, about frozen bread. Frozen bread, folks! That's right. Now, to be fair, it was news to me, too, to learn that uh, pretty much all the bread that we import from the mainland is actually flash-frozen before it's shipped and thawed at the supermarket. Uh, but, you know, I've never really noticed any problems with the mainland bread, although I guess my preference for the more expensive local bread now has a good excuse. Um... But uh, anyway, enlightened by what I imagine must have been a very productive visit from the local bread lobby, Representative Roy Takumi introduced House Bill 332, which calls for signs to be posted, disclosing this travesty of reanimated yeast. Uh, While local bakers are grinning, as you can probably imagine, obviously the uh, supermarkets and the distributors of the frozen bread uh, aren't particularly happy. My response is pretty much the same as uh, Senator Gordon Trimble, who said, you know, the federal government isn't exactly worried about frozen bread, so why are we getting involved? Especially, you know, considering some other things we might want to worry about. (coughs) Uh, While the bill says previously frozen bread can't use the word fresh, for example, this bread isn't actually using that word anyway. They know better. Well, I guess this is an important issue, as you see, so I do encourage you to contact your representatives and tell them uh, what you think about frozen bread. 
Now, Hawaii Public Radio's Chad Blair, political reporter Chad Blair, always does excellent work, and he scored quite a coup last week. Uh, it turns out our lovely, wonderful, cherished former mayor, Jeremy Boondoggle Harris, was interviewed on Nevada Public Radio last week. He was there to speak, believe it or not, at a city planners and engineers conference, no doubt to spread the word about all the wonderful things he did for our city, uh, saving it from the brink of reason and responsible spending. Anyway, uh, they played clips, and I'll tell you, he actually crowed about spending money on fancy streetlights with the pretty flower planters on them. He actually said, a city is more than sewers and sidewalks. Uh, a proclamation so preposterous, I mean, considering that city, basic city infrastructure is pretty much the biggest of many black marks on his record. I mean, I can't even begin to imagine how many of the flashy improvements that he bragged about on this radio show are actually now on the list for removal, demolition, I mean, spending money to undo all these fantastic things he did for us. Uh, the fact that he still talks this way and using flim-flam salesman-like terms like vision and forward-thinking engineer, architect is... I mean, it's just galling. I mean, considering that just last week a wire story hit the papers across the country talking about how despite the fact that Honolulu has a booming economy, we have an enormous uh, debt load. I mean, it's insane. He's insane. Jeremy Harris, just disappear, will you? Now, to update you on a couple of things from the last show, the clams are home. The clams that were stolen from the Waikiki Aquarium were returned via a Tupperware container left in the theater there. Uh, I think I heard that five out of six of the clams are just fine, and the sixth one's got a bit of a cold. Uh, they're saying that whoever took them did probably knew a little bit about them, or at least enough to keep them alive for a few days, uh, just to put them on the black market probably. But with all the attention in the news over these clams, I guess it was pretty hard to just slip them up there on eBay. Also, I do want to uh, make a correction of sorts. I misstated the relationship that Representative Rita Cabanilla had with the guy who got canned from the region cruise lines for alleged incidents of sexual harassment. Uh, it turns out he's not her son, so not quite nepotism there. You know, just her aide, her uh, primary assistant there in her office. Now, apparently another senator, Senator Brian Cano, is now getting flack and a lot of heat and calls to resign for his using his position and his name and letterhead to try and help this guy out. Now, this guy, it turns out, is actually from Wisconsin. He was a very active political activist there. Um, but another revelation more recently was that he was apparently convicted for child molestation in the Philippines. Of course, he says it was a big extortion plot, but once the news of that uh, child of, uh, sex offender conviction came to light, he quit his job with Ms. Rita Cabanilla. He called her a sweetheart. I guess he didn't want to taint her stellar reputation with his presence. Now we're back at home to continue the update from the home front. As I mentioned, we went to the Big Island this weekend, and what a fantastic trip it was. We got there early Friday morning. We went straight to Ken's House of Pancakes for breakfast. We did the Onomea Bay Drive, the scenic drive just north of Hilo. Uh, then we went to look at the UH Hilo campus. Now, it was a it was a wonderful campus when Jen and I were there. That's where we met, and uh, that was over a decade ago. And now, though, the campus is just incredible. Brand new buildings, bustling with activity. It was glistening in the sun. We were so jealous. We were trying to think of a reason to go back to school. Uh, I was thinking maybe I'll go back for my master's degree in Hawaiian language now that the program exists and, you know, that's where it's at. 
Anyway, uh, after that we bit the bullet and made the long drive up uh, Highway 11 to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Now, the visitor center up there, the Kilauea Visitor Center, was still under construction. It was going to open, actually it's probably open by now, after a multi-million dollar renovation. So we just went straight to the lava tube, which is what Katie really wanted to see. By that point I was exhausted, so I just sort of napped in the van while uh, Jen took the kids through, twice actually. Um, and then, having rejuvenated myself, we made the extra long drive down Chain of Craters Road to sea level where the lava meets the sea. Of course, you know, we weren't about to hike out there. It's pretty dangerous and difficult, but uh, we just like the scenery. It's it's just beautiful. Uh, the, su- the sun was out, but there were spectacular rainbows. There was steam and, you know, volcanic sulfuric air. I'm sure it... It it was both bad for us and yet good for our souls, you know. Uh, it was just a rejuvenating experience. I love going down there. By the time we got back into Hilo, it was dark, so despite our better judgment, we ended up eating in the hotel restaurant, and that just reminded us why we never do that. Saturday, we picked my mom up at the airport and went back to Ken's for breakfast again, and then we took the extra, extra long drive up to Kapa'au. That's up the Hamakua coast, uh, through Waimea, Kamuela, down past Kavai High, and then along the coast, along the north edge there of the Big Island, through Havi, which is where my mom grew up, to the cemetery. Now, it was actually raining quite a bit, so the kids were trapped in the van with Jen, uh, screaming and pounding on the glass on occasion while my mom and I set the grave. But uh, the, the, the clouds parted occasionally. The kids did get out, at least long enough to get muddy and to get the van all muddy. After that was done, we went down to the Kohala Rainbow Cafe. It's a little sandwich shop, and uh, we had lunch there, and they also had frito pie. Frito pie, you know, the, the, the college student staple actually served in the Fritos bag. That's Fritos chips with cheese and chili and onions just poured on top. It was totally disgusting, and we loved every bite. We still had half the day left to kill, so we drove over to Hapuna Beach, and boy, you know, we had a blast there. Jen was kind of tired and wasn't sure, but after she got in the water, uh, it was it was clearly the right thing to do. Katie was splashing around. The waves were huge. I mean, if I were her, I would have been too scared to get into the water, but she was just jumping those waves. When she got knocked down, she just got right back up. You know, Zach even let his feet get wet, which is about as much of a beach as he's going to tolerate. Alex, of course, just studied the whole scene with uh, subdued curiosity. After that, we drove all the way back to Hilo. We dropped my mom off at the airport, and uh, dinner Saturday was at Blaine's, a drive-in off the uh, main highway. Jen had the roast pork locomoco. Absolutely delicious, thanks to Mitchell for that recommendation, our friend, who we also knew from Hilo. And I had Korean chicken wings. The kids had Simon. Um Sunday was our free-range day. We didn't have any plans for it apart from the beach, but we had already done that. So we just made it up as we went along. We went to the Mauna Loa Macadamia Nut Factory, I think. We watched them make candy there. It was the first time we actually saw that, a little woman in a little hut. I'm sure, I don't know if she actually makes candies that get sold or if she just has to be in that box when when there are tourists. But uh, the kids watched that. We went to the Lava Tree State Park, which is way out past Pahoa. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful forest out there, and the lava trees are very, well, phallic, but but beautiful. And uh, and then we ended up back at the volcano, believe it or not. Katie wanted to take another run through the tunnel, so I went with them that time. 
Then back into Hilo, we had lunch at Encore, which is kind of a new Japanese place in Puanico Center. It was okay. Um, food was good, service not so much. And uh, until it was time to catch the plane, we just wandered around Prince Kuhio Plaza, the mall in Hilo. Now, you know, when we were there, it wasn't doing so well. It was it was kind of like Windward Mall. We always would describe it that way. But now it's more like Pearl Ridge. It was very busy, full of people. Um, doing relatively well, but strangely enough, there still was a car lot in the mall, so I'm not sure really what that meant. Coming back home was really depressing, and Jen was pouting, and, you know, especially going through security, which is a real pain with the uh, stroller and two car seats and everything. Um, and Jen said, you know, we wouldn't have to go through this if we lived here, which is a good point. You know, so that was our big island trip. Every time we go, we just love it. We fantasize about just, you know, getting up and moving there. But, you know, since tech jobs are pretty scarce there, and uh, I'm not really qualified to join the the main industry there, the recreational pharmaceutical market, it's going to be a while. Not too long, though, if Jen has anything to do with it. Okay, well, let's have some music. This first group, Hope on Horizon, is actually uh, just a homegrown garage project of three girls out in uh, Salt Lake. Actually, it's just two now. They tell me that their bass player just moved to the mainland. So now it's just Kim and Erica, Hope on Horizon, here with their song, I Could. Take my breath away, leave my knees shaking, make my eyes stare, I wanna stay here, wanna I'm What I feel is you Catch me while I fall More in love with you Don't wanna make a same mistake I'll let go of you Whisper that word When I can't handle the cold Oh, 
feel is you Catch me while I fall more in love with you Don't wanna make the same mistake That was I Could by Hope on Horizon Kim and Erica from Waterloo and Salt Lake. You can find out a little more about them or volunteer to be their bass player at their website at purevolume.com slash hopeonhorizon. Of course, I'll have the link for you in the show notes at hawaiiup.com. Now, back to the Big Island for a moment. I did record some stuff for you out there, but you know, I don't think it turned out the way I thought it would. Uh, for example, I recorded Rainbow Falls, beautiful waterfall right in Hilo, but it turns out that you know, the sound of a waterfall is not too easily distinguished from just static. I recorded from deep within the rainforest inside uh, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, but it was that, that wonderful peace and quiet was very, very quiet. I mean, you'd have to strain to hear the birds. So what I do have for you is uh, this blank audio postcard. This is from the Busy Visitor Center atop Kilauea, the Kilauea Visitor Center at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Enjoy. So this is on the top. Yeah, the old, you, imagine it's a stream. Uh, it really is a stream of hot water. I would come up here, over the cliff, goes down the cliff, goes out across the ground, and that's what's in this. Where's the, uh, the lava tubes? Lava tube is just um, here, me, right here. Now we are here in the center. Oh, yeah. This one includes um, same inside. Yes. Now we are here in the center. And here, this is a strong lava tube. Just 10 minutes drive and 20 minutes round trip. So you can go through the cave. That was the Kilauea Visitor's Center at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park on the big island of Hawaii. You know, the guide, the ranger there, actually had a ukulele on him, but apparently he had just finished playing, so... Oh well, that's a pity. I guess we'll have to go back. But moving right along, let's uh, check in with the wife. It's time for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I thought we'd do something a little different. I'd like to do a top five list. A, uh, a rank, a top, like uh, David Letterman's top ten, but you're only going to go halfway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so top five what? Male singers. Male singers? Mm-hmm. Top five male singers in the estimation of Jen. Who's number five? Prince. Prince. Diamonds and Pearls? Well, he's mostly known for Purple Rain. Ah, well... Then he's not known for his acting, certainly. No, no, he's not known for his acting unless you're really into high camp. So what's so great about Prince? Well, um, he plays a couple of zillion instruments. He's changed his style. He's changed his image. He's a chameleon. But, you know, through all of his changes, he's always played all of his instruments. He's written all of his songs. And even though... A lot of his later work is not as accessible as the things he did in the 80s and 90s. He still, you can tell, pours his whole being into his music. And you just have to admire somebody who is so dedicated. Okay, um, number four. Toby Keith. And Toby. Before you say anything, 
<laughs> What's so great about Toby Keith? Well, his politics are beside the point. Um, I like him because he can sing. I think he has a great voice. I could listen to him all day. He well, has. I, 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 for one, think I'm thankful that you don't. But okay. <laughs> um, you know, he his music kind of falls into two different categories. You have his ballads, and you have his joke songs. And I think a lot of people hear his joke songs and think that's what he's all about. But I really love his ballads. I love the writing. I love the singing. I think. That's that's what I like him for, his voice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Number three, third best male singer? Freddie Mercury. Yes, okay. Queen. Yes. He was a drag queen and an opera singer and Elvis all rolled into one. <laughs> so what, what songs would you say really demonstrate his vocal range? I like, lately I've been listening to I Want to Break Free. Mm-hmm. Um, That's in a commercial now. Yes, it is. There's one that I've always liked called Hammer to Fall that was on the soundtrack to Highlander. <laughs> well, let's not even get into that. Okay. We'll discuss my terrible taste in movies another time. I thought technically he was just the best pop singer, at least of, you know. Of that era. Of that era. You know, I think no, at least nobody now has the power in his in, in their voice that Freddie had. Okay, well, number two, second best male singer ever. Al Green. Al Green. All right, what's so great about Al Green? I like Al Green. Well, I like him because he's soft and sweet and romantic, but not in the obvious Barry White way. You well, know, I mean Barry White's sort of like James Earl Jones. You, whether or not he he's got a great, you know singing skill he's got a low voice and that goes far for a lot of folks it does um and you have people that say that barry white is the ultimate record or the ultimate artist whose records you put on when you want to snuggle and you know create a yeah, mood snuggle, that's it. <laughs> but i for me al green is more romantic and soft and and tender he's he's sensitive yeah, he's sensitive. Not not as little less on the macho, more on the warm and fuzzy. Yes, that's <laughs> what I like about him. All right, Al Green, number two, and finally the best all-time number one male singer is Tony Bennett. Believe it or not, no, I I think that's yeah, Tony Bennett, a a, a classic true singing performer, if there ever was one. You know, I saw him last year in concert. The man is like I believe he's eighty six years old, and he sounded as good. In, in concert as he did from his records in the 50s. Is he still making records? Yes, he is. He d- he did a whole album with Katie Lang not too long ago. I found um, a couple of tracks from something. It um, might have been Diana Krall's album, but a, a couple of duets with Diana Krall. Um, of course, he did the Unplugged session on MTV not too long ago. I, I think it was like nine years ago, something like that. That's so, a little while ago, but yeah. But he's still making new stuff. Is what yes, he is. And uh, when you saw him in concert, I mean, uh, is it his voice? Is it his stage presence? What what uh, what puts him at the top of your list? I mean, especially compared to uh, theatrical performers like Prince and, uh, and people with big hats like uh, Toby Keith. For me, it's um, he personifies glamour and romance and that kind of it's a kind of thing that you don't see anymore just class and glamour and beauty i guess 
Well, I mean, I can see class, and you know, you don't, you can't really attach that title to any popular singers that are out there now. Not really, no. All right. Well, thanks for your top five. If anyone listening has a top five of their own in this category, best male singers, we'd like to, actually, Jen would like to hear what you think. And I hope Toby Keith's not on your list. Thanks for joining us, Jen. You're welcome. You know, John Chiave probably needs no introduction to fans of Hawaiian music. I mean, he is a, a true slack key guitar master. Kiho Alu slack key guitar is one of the really distinctive and beautiful sounds out of Hawaii. And John Kiave, he's, he's really steeped in that tradition. And yet he's also an innovator. He's a modern thinker. And, you know, his music really conjures the very essence of Hawaii. And uh, if you weren't aware, earlier this year, the first Grammy Award in Hawaiian music was given out. And the winning album was actually a compilation album, Charles Brotman's Slack Key Guitar Masters Series, Volume 2. And John Keave was one of, and, and, and deservingly, one of the Slack Key performers featured on that Grammy-winning album. So definitely congratulations to all of those artists, but especially to John Keave, and thanks to him for letting me share with you his music. Now, John Keave plays a lot of classic Hawaiian songs, but he is a composer, and he writes a great deal of great original stuff. And while he includes lyrics now and then, in my humble opinion, his instrumentals alone really, really shine. Now, this song is off of his album, Kea Veulani. The album is dedicated to his dad, and Kea Veulani is actually his family's historic name. It was just shortened to Kea Ve. And the name of this track is Hilina I. Now, in the liner notes, he says of this composition that Hilina I is about the building of a relationship, starting quietly with friendship and growing with love and trust. So, this is Hilina E off Keave Ulani by John Keave. It's about five and a half minutes long, and I will see you on the other side. Please enjoy.
legendary John Chiave, Slack Key Guitar Master. You know, I forgot to mention when I was introducing him that uh, he lives in Kapa'au, so that's where we were on Saturday, and it's such a small town, I'm sure you've heard our kids running around in the rain. That's how close we were. Um, so anyway, if you've never heard his stuff, if you've never heard of him, you absolutely must check it out. His personal website is at kohala.net slash keawe, K-E-A-W-E, and you can also find his albums at amazon.com. Of course, I'll have all the links for you in the show notes at hawaiiup.com, so you have no excuse. You've got to check him out. And I see we're out of time, so you can breathe a sigh of relief, no geek talk today. Before I go, though, I did want to share with you a message I got on the listener line. This guy's name is Andrew, and he's another podcaster. Yo, I hear you the big kahuna out in Hawaii that does all the podcasts. This is Andrew at Exit50.com. I'm coming out to Honolulu. I want to meet you guys, man, see what you're all about. I'm doing my own podcast down here in Dallas. I used to live in Hawaii, and I like listening to your show because, you know, I know that road got really busy with traffic and <laughs> out the middle of Lenny. So I know I'm yeah, talking about stuff. I'm glad you're taking your kids to church, letting them grow up Catholic. I can't say that uh, it's a divine intervention, but, you know, with the Catholic Insider and his podcast these last weeks with the Pope dying, I guess, you know, it all kind of comes together. It's all good. But anyway, I'm at Exit50.com. You know what Exit is, 50, 50, Hawaii 50. That's where I'm at. I hope to see you. Check out the site, and I hope to see you when I come out there. I'll be out there, like, on the 16th going forward. Maybe we can do a podcast together. You know, we'll do a sound singing tour. What do you think? Out. Aloha. <laughs> oh, the big kahuna, huh? Well, hey, Andrew, thanks a lot for the heads up. We'll keep an eye out for you here in the 5-0. Now, if you've got something to say, you can call, too. Just dial 808-356-0127. You can also send me an email at comments at dot. I'd love to hear from you. And, uh, you know, with that, we're all pow here on Hawaii Up. Mahalo. Thank you for listening. And until next time, ahui ho. Please take care. Malamapono. Mahalo.